Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. Today's message is called The Best Use of God's Time. And our text is John, the seventh chapter, the first through the 13th verses. It's a little longer than I usually use, but it's a lovely story. Jesus went around in Galilee. He did not want to go about in Judea because the Jewish leaders there were looking for a way to kill him. But when the Jewish festival of tabernacles was near, Jesus' brothers said to him, Leave Galilee and go to Judea so that your disciples there may see the works you do. No one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. Since you are doing these things, show yourself to the world. For even his own brothers did not believe in him. Therefore Jesus told them, My time is not yet here. For you, any time will do. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. You go to the festival, Jesus says. I'm not going up to this festival because my time has not yet fully come. After he had said this, he stayed in Galilee. However, his brothers had left for the festival. Eventually, he went also, not publicly, but in secret. Now, at the festival, the Jewish leaders were watching for Jesus and asking, where is he? Among the crowds, there were widespread whispering about him. Some said he's a good man. Others replied, no, he deceives the people. But no one would say anything publicly about him for fear of the leaders. It's an interesting story, not one that's preached often. But Jesus' brothers are challenging him. He has just fed 5,000 people. He has preached an incredible sermon on his identity as the bread of life. It is the beginning of his ministry. So he really wants people to know who he is. Why stay below the radar screen in Galilee when you should be taking on an even bigger crowd in Judea? That's what his brothers are saying to him. If you want to start this ministry and you want it to be a big ministry and you want to get on Oprah and you want to have book deals and you want to be famous... This is the time to spread the word and get a higher profile, especially now because this festival of the tabernacle is underway in Judea. This festival was a huge celebration. Israelites looked back on their past exodus from Egypt, and they looked ahead to a new exodus when God would bring about the kingdom. So this festival attracted thousands. That's why his brother suggested he take his show on the road. But there's an edge to this conversation. According to the text, verse 5, for even his brothers did not believe in him. Now, Jesus preaching on the mountain was pretty radical. He said, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. I am the bread of life. Many listening didn't want to hear that. Some people thought he was talking about cannibalism. That was against the law. Others were offended that he called himself God. Either way, a lot of people walked away when they heard him preach. So this mission had taken a big hit. So either his brothers wanted him to go to a greater venue to get more disciples, or maybe they just wanted him to move on so they wouldn't be embarrassed. Either way, they wanted Jesus to go to the next step. But Jesus knew what his brothers did not know. He knew he was speaking the truth. Jesus is the truth. 
He knew to go to Jerusalem at this point would be to die before his time. And it wasn't his time to die. The issue for Jesus was not to take his message to a different audience. His focus was his obedience to God and his choice to operate under God's rules and God's timing. You see, Jesus was determined to make the best use of God's time. Today, I just want to talk with you just for a few minutes about making the best use of God's time. You know, my mother retired when she was 62 years old. She was a teacher in Arkansas, and I think there was a mandatory retirement then. I'm just a few inches past that age, and I can't conceive of retiring. I don't look at myself as old. I think I could take on two or three more big challenges in the next 15, 20 years. We are living longer. We are more productive at our older ages. In many ways, we think we can control time better than back in the day. If Jesus was born in our times, he probably would have been put into a school for gifted children because he was very bright. His parents probably would have pushed him. He may have been preaching at a young age, and by the time he was 18, he could have been internationally known. Think of how much he could have accomplished if he had lived in our time and lived under our rules. But the lesson that Jesus teaches, which applies today more than ever, he didn't start his career until he was 30. It lasted only three years. He didn't write a book. He didn't hire a public relations firm. He didn't have some master plan written to explain his legacy. The New Testament was written hundreds of years after he died. Jesus didn't have all those luxuries. And here we are more than 2,000 years later, still talking about Jesus. And Jesus is still changing lives. Now, that was always the plan, but it's also is possible because when he walked the earth, Jesus made the best use of God's time. You see, this is all about God's time. I'm so glad you're with us today. Here's a special invitation. Join me at Vision New England's Go Conference at the Connecticut Convention Center in Hartford, May 20th and 21st. Here's some dynamic preachers. Be inspired and uplifted while together we learn more effective ways of taking the gospel to our friends, our neighbors, and co-workers in order to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly. That's Vision New England's Go Conference, May 20th and 21st in Hartford, Connecticut. And here's a special deal. If, you, if you're a, a Love Rules listener, you can log on to goconf.org. That's G-O-C-O-N-F dot org. And then go down to the coupons part of the registration. And after you've registered, just type in Love Rules and you'll get a 15% discount. And you'll hear some messages that just may change your life. So join us. We are so confused when it comes to time. We think we control time, but we really have no control at all. We don't control when we are born or when we die. We try to speed up time, slow it down, kill it, make it up. But it really is not ours to control. I was just reading an article that that said before clocks, the sun controlled time. Can you imagine back in the day? Railroads invented standardized time so that they could get their material across the country. So timing as we know it now, including daylight savings time, is a relatively modern construct in order 
for consumerism to thrive. Who knew? But in Jesus' three short years, he achieved all that God intended him to achieve. Which is why before he went to the cross, he could pray, John 17, 4, I glorified you on the earth, having accomplished the work which you have given me to do. God had given him a purpose, and he lived to that purpose. He came to offer salvation through his sacrificial love in order to glorify God. Three years it took him on earth. Jesus made the best use of God's time. Had nothing to do with longevity. Nothing to do with quantity of life. It was all about the quality of his life. So the question for us today, how can we make the best use of God's time? Now, Jesus never strayed, not once, from his purpose. We talk a lot about purpose. People are confused that it means a certain vocation, that you have to be a preacher or you have to have a mission trip. But that does not have to be our purpose. The danger in that attitude is that you think you are not useful to God unless you're doing something big. We were created, all of us were created to glorify God. That means living our lives, whatever our lives are, 24-7 in a way that reflects the greatness of God, his power, his faithfulness, his grace, and his love. You can do that on the mission field in Africa. You can do that at the stop and shop. You should live with the goal of finding God in everything, finding love in everything, being love in everything. What's love got to do with it? Love. Love is the key. It puts the other person's needs ahead of yours. Love is giving over the top. Love is always reaching out. It's not just for people you know. It's particularly for that stranger. That's love through hospitality. That is what glorifies God. Now, there are many other parts, as you know, of this walk. There's many parts of what We have to do to fight sin and turn away from it and be honest. But I've got to tell you, it all has to happen in love. Have you ever thought about all the power that Jesus gave his disciples as their divine right? The power to heal, to exercise demons, to raise the dead. We are reviewing the book of Acts at Roxbury Presbyterian Church in our Bible study. And and we're talking about this power. And it seems so distant in some ways. It was just that time period. It was just for the beginning of the church, and it could be. But some of that power, some of that power is ours to claim. 2 Timothy 1.7, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. John 14.12, he who believes in me will do what I do and then greater things. I want to claim all of the power that is available to me. And I'm suggesting that you do too. But it has to do with being committed to making the best use of God's time. Jesus Christ was well aware that he had come to die for the world. He was aware of the timing of it. If you read the Gospel of John closely, you will run into the word hour, H-O-U-R, which refers to the cross. And it's throughout the Gospel. So Jesus always had his destiny ahead of him. He always faced it honestly. He knew that he was headed to the cross, but he also knew 
he was headed for eternity. It's not always easy for us to understand or schedule every moment of our lives in God's timing, but we can do better than we do. When we become so in love with Christ, so committed to God, that it just becomes second nature, it is in love that we make best use of God's time. So just remember, you only have so much time on earth. What are you doing to make the best use of it right now? Thanks for joining me. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign.